percent this year. Oh, Baron shouts it down on Carolinko's head. What's up, podcast listeners? It's your boy Baron Davis, the newest investor in Blue Wire, ready to roll with you guys. Enjoy this podcast episode and so much more coming. Let's go, baby. Welcome, everybody, to the OBR Newswire podcast. Hope your Wednesday is going well. We are coming back after yesterday's Blackout Tuesday, where we did not post anything out of respect for the ongoing protests. Uh, I am your host, Jake Burns, hoping you and yours are safe and uh, doing well during this tough time for, for many reasons. And, um, you know, us at the OBR, we support many different endeavors, this one included. And um, we hope everybody is just treating everybody well. I'm not going to dive too far into this, uh, but but everybody hopefully is, like I said, giving everybody the due respect they deserve. And um, hopefully some productive conversations can come out of these times. We, uh, we're here, though, to talk about the Browns. And we're going to talk about them with Fred Greetham, who's here to join us to talk about a couple different things that he has recently written and uh, an important press conference that was with a key cog of the Browns offensive line. Fred, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Jake, good to talk to you. Yeah, of course, of course. Let's uh, let's first talk about the Betonio press conference. So sort of hidden in the chaos of the news cycle that's been going on recently was the Browns have sort of been trickling I would say people have, have heard Baker Mayfield recently and some others and Jarvis, but but Betonio sort of went under the radar with the crazy news cycle happening right now. So if you want to hit on some of what you thought were his important quotes, feel free to do so, Fred. All right. Yeah, the majority of it was kind of uh, taken up by the current events, and most of the questions were, you know, pertaining to that, but there were a few football-related questions we were able to glean. I wrote a story about it that's on OBR.com, and um, I think the biggest thing is how excited um, Petonio is about the new white zone scheme. If you remember, he was a rookie, drafted at the top of the second round in 2014. They immediately put him in at left guard, and Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator under Mike Pettin, and he employed the wide zone scheme. And if you remember, I know it was a long time ago, but the Browns really ran the ball well right out of the gate. And, you know, and they had guys like Terrence West and, um, you know, Ben Tate and Brian Hoyer was a quarterback. And, you know, if you remember, they started um, off to a really good start. And then Alex Mack broke his leg against the Steelers. And then they started going with the Brian Hoyer, Johnny Manziel, Yo-Yo. And uh, that team that was 6-3 and three to start the season kind of had a tailspin. Only won one game the rest of the year. They're 7-9. and nine. But as far as the offensive, you know, the running attack was very formidable, especially when early in the season. And they didn't really have at all the weapons that this Browns team has. And so Bedonio talked about that and how he's excited to get back to that system. And he thinks they have the pieces, you know, with Conklin coming in, who's coming out of the wide zone. And and the other, Wills is a young athletic guy. And and they feel that they can, they can put that together. And so he talked about that and we wrote about that and some of the 
and really talked about how he feels Baker Mayfield. A system that, that while it obviously is, is designed to run the football consistently, and people really, I think, correlate, Fred, the, 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 the offensive system to the wide zone and thinking running back success. And while that's true, it is built to simplify things for quarterbacks. It is built to simplify throwing lanes, simplify reads downfield, and give quarterbacks much more comfort. And um, I think that is the case here with Mayfield. I think it can be the case here. So I'm excited for that for him, and I think Batonio echoing that is pretty important. Um which you know, which is which is good. And Batonio, like you said, has the most experience in this system and was here for it in his early career to uh, to have a feel for what is coming. The consistently, I mean, this is this is not a, a unique system. I mean, people across the league run wide zone offense. It's unique in, in committing to it and making it the true core of what your identity is. We are going to interrupt this podcast to talk to you about our friends and presenting sponsor for Blue Wire Podcast, BetOnline.ag. NASCAR's back. BetOnline has hundreds of other games, events, sports going on, UFC events you can bet on. The NBA is gearing up toward an Orlando season not too far away. There's also the $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, March Madness-style NFL simulation tournament you can enter for free and live right now on BetOnline's YouTube channel. We've been talking to you guys about this, the final dance, including Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges, where they discuss all the intricate details of the Last Dance documentary. Visit BetOnline.ag and use that promo code BLUEWIRE we've been telling you about. Get that welcome bonus and check out all the action. That's BetOnline, your online wagering solution. All right, back to today's podcast. Some interesting statistics about the Browns having two of the top nine pass rushing dis, uh, disruptors from 2019. One we know very well, Miles Garrett. Big expectations in a, in a season that's very important for him. The other is uh, a little bit of surprise, Adrian Claiborne, who uh, Browns fans probably don't know a ton about yet, right, as a, as a new player. And uh, just wanted to get your insights on what you found in some of the statistical analysis there with those two and their, their disruption rates, Fred. Well, I saw a story written on NFL.com about this next-gen stat uh, that they had, um, and it was called disruptors, not necessarily sacks, but but uh, beating their opponents and, and putting pressure, and they had the rates and different things like that. And Garrett was the number one um, disruptor on their list. They had to have 250 snaps or more, and uh, – and it was interesting there because as you went down the list, number nine was Adrian Claiborne. And he was probably one of the most under-the-radar signings of the Browns. He's a former number one pick, but he's been around 10 years. And he only had four sacks last year, but his win rate was was very high, beating the tackle. And not only was the NFL.com story about the disruptors, uh, PFF.com had what they call win rate, and they even had Claiborne higher in that. They had Garrett number two behind J.J. Watt, but they had Claiborne fifth in the win rate. Um, so when you put that together, everybody's talking about Jadavian Clowney. You know, he wasn't really even, you know, that high. And so maybe this Claiborne, you know, signing – could be a could really be a gem, you know, and under the radar. Though he had four sacks last year, and if you remember, a couple of years ago, he, in 2017, he had more than four sacks in one game. He, 
he he had some flashes and so yeah he's to the end of his career but if you use him right in a rotation with Vernon and Garrett you you could have a formidable top three you know rushers and so I thought that was interesting because Claiborne isn't really looked at as a big signing but maybe he will be a big signing you know if some of these statistics bear themselves out yeah I've been saying for for Claiborne, it's all about impacting a game or two. Maybe being the difference in um, uh, an important swing game where he, he continuously gets un—you know—he's unblockable off an edge. You're not asking him to to be a, a consistent big part of your defense, but you are asking him to come off the bench in some games and make make impacts on games. If you look at his two Carolina games last year, right, Fred, he had two ridiculously good games and swung those games. And you think, okay, if this guy can maybe come off the bench and play 25, 30, 40 snaps against Pittsburgh, who likes to throw the football downfield with Ben Roethlisberger back, that's what you want is a guy who could get two or three sacks, maybe a strip sack that changes a game. And that's what you want with somebody as your third rotational edge player, and they finally have that here. So um, I'm happy because it's the first time they've had a real edge threat coming in a rotation other than their top two for some time. And, you know, for a long time they didn't even have a top two. Now they have a real formidable top three, so fun stuff. Fred, I know you're you're getting out of the state for a little while, buddy. Be safe on your travels. I really uh, appreciate you joining us tonight. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Big shout-out to Fred Greetham for joining us. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode of the OBR Newswire. Make sure you check out Fred's news and notes on the website from the Joel Batonio press conference. And then also check out his Disruption Rate article to learn a little bit more about Adrian Claiborne. So we appreciate him taking some time. Uh, Thank you guys once again for listening. Make sure you are giving us those reviews on iTunes. Five stars are always appreciated. Again, the YouTube channel is about to really kick up in the next few weeks, so make sure you get over there to the OBR Film Breakdown YouTube channel that we will soon just rebrand to the OBR channel. But for now, get to the Film Breakdown channel, subscribe, turn those notifications on, get out in front of it. Again, we appreciate you taking time to listen to this podcast. Appreciate your support. And until next time, go Browns. Hey, this is Megan Rapino, and I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts.